Lock us in. Load us in. Pop in that A-track. Spin the tape. Here we go. Hey now everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Star Wars Time Show. It's our special topics show. Not the Friday show, but the special show. All the shows are special because they're hosted by myself and Nick. That's right, people. We are here to kind of have some fun with some Rise of Skywalker speculation, kind of like we did last week during our special topic cast, which, if I need to remind you, first off, shame on you. It's because you're not listening. You're not listening loyally, at least. You're not subscribing. You're not liking. You're not rating. You're not reviewing. But that's okay, because you know what? We don't really do it either. But in all honesty, I can't tell you how far leaving ratings, likes, subs, reviews even go for us on platforms like iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. So please, if you like what we do, or even if you don't, tell us, rate us, review us. It matters. Hey, look, if you give us a one-star review, we'll, we'll make some changes. You may not like the changes, but we'll try to raise that review score up. Well, yeah, that's after we come to your house and kill you. Yeah, I know. Have you ever seen Jay and Silent Bob strike back when, <laughs> exactly. when they go to their houses for all the yeah. people who wrote bad reviews on the internet about yeah. them? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, anyways, in all, in all seriousness, we, we do appreciate those that have been listening loyally, subscribing, and, and interacting with us on IG. That seems to pick up every week, Nick, so I guess we're doing something right, or we've at least tapped into a community that's going to listen to their segments and then tune our gas bag mouse out for the rest doesn't matter we love you people we love star wars there's always time for star wars time all right so this week's special topic cast like i said it's still going to be centered around the rise of skywalker Uh, nick and i are going to be speculating ranting raving dropping rumors about this film until it comes out this december so strap in and get ready to rock so the topic i wanted to touch on is one that we actually kind of were spitballing with last week when we were talking about what the Rise of Skywalker, the title, that is, what it could mean, uh, I, I was thrown out there, I was thinking about doing a, a Palpatine theory video, and lo and behold, I got my fat ass up the next day, and I did it, and I put it out there, and now Nick and I are going to kind of talk about it. So, uh, here's the TLDR on the video. It's essentially my theory based on other people's theories of how Palpatine is coming back in Episode Nine. So, we know he's coming back. There's no reason to sit here and pretend he's not. Uh, I mean, Ian's not walking out at Celebration doing the mic drop. They're not putting the cackle in there if he's not coming back. The one question I think people like Nick and I have had, though, is, all right, that's fucking awesome, but how are you going to pull this off? I mean, what are we talking about here? Are we we getting into some zombie shit? Are we going to draw from old EU canon, some new canon where Sith have been known to kind of pass their essence to objects? Or as Nick has brought up with his EU lore, uh, lore knowledge, you know, he talked about how Sith could leave their spirit, their essence in a location uh, we, we can put them in the objects, what we learned from Lord Moman recently in a, in a Vader comment. 
you can even transfer it to other people. So that's kind of where I ran with the Palpatine theory. And like I said, I'm picking and pulling from other shit out there on Reddit, this, that, and the other thing, and I'm making it better because I know everything. (laughs) Right, Nick? Yeah. Whatever we put out is usually going to be true. 100%. Go look at our TLJ <laughs> speculation. 100% of our guesses were correct. Yeah, 100% wrong. <laughs> but that's that's the fun of speculating. I mean, I literally, we, we've said this before. That's why I was so eager to get a trailer for 9 because I knew it would get those those floodgates open and we'd start putting out content like this because this is really this is what I live for. And this is where you know we got a great trailer for The Rise of Skywalker because it has caused fanboys fangirls like us to sit here and speculate rant and rave over what may be so here we go real quickly this is how i'm I'm speculating palpatine's going to make his return in the rise of skywalker so we know he's a sith probably the most infamous sith probably the most successful sith of all time that's a lot of s's nick it is but with that being said we also know that sith through canon cannot pass on to the force like jedi can because they cannot let go of their being their hate this that and the other thing as i just recently said though sith can and this is canon now new canon through lord moman it's uh, in one of the recent vader comics they can pass their essence to objects and potentially places and potentially people so think voldemort and his the horcruxes where he passed his his soul essentially to objects to later be gathered up so he could come back and be bigger and badder before. So that's kind of the basis of this theory that this guy who we know was collecting and storing force sensitive objects. I mean this is laid out in the Aftermath book, right? Is it is it the Aftermath trilogy or Aftermath was one of the books in the trilogy. So the the overall like the the title of the of the series of books was aftermath and then it was um titled there was like subtitles for each one i think one of them was catalyst okay but, but either way was, they established in those books in particular on jakku was then he have these bunkers i mean hell we yep. even got it in battlefront 2 where yep. this guy was collecting force sensitive powerful objects in these bunkers for some reason uh, i think it was told to us that uh, he was maybe trying to communicate with the unknown region, so on and so forth. So all this stuff is key. The fact that Palpatine and Sith can pass their essence into objects, and, if, and we know the dude liked to collect them, and they were Force-sensitive, so you know it kind of made sense. Maybe he was kind of dropping parts of himself all around the galaxy. Yeah, it makes sense, complete sense, especially considering, like you said, there were so many of these bunkers um, you mentioned Battlefront 2 story specifically earlier in the game. Luke went to one of these bunkers. That's where he encountered Del Mico for the first time. If you've played the game, you kind of know this. And that's where he found the compass that led him to Acto eventually. So right. there's a lot of intriguing and interesting things that are within these vaults or these bunkers, and they're spread across the galaxy. Jakku, we know, I think the one that we were at in... Um, Battlefront 2 might have been Felucia or somewhere around there. There was a lot of like floral S's and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I forget but, the name, but yeah. I think it was a planet we've known before. Yeah, I, I think so too. And, and Matt, you laid it out perfectly. Like this has now been established in old canon 
and new canon that Sith, they, they can't become the force like the Jedi can. They're too selfish. They can't let go of right. themselves. I mean, they're assholes. Yeah, it, but they can it, stay here. They, they essentially are bound. If, they're, if they don't accept a death where they just die and their spirit is banished and forgotten, then they are bound to wherever, you know, the earthly plane or like the, the, the you know, primaterial plane, if you, you know, know what that means. They just can't ascend to a higher being. So the idea and the ideas that you're going to lay out in these theories are actually super in line with canon and would make perfect sense for how Palpatine can still be around after his, his body was essentially obliterated in the explosion of Death Star 2 at the end of Return of the Jedi. So, I mean... I'm really intrigued by this. The article that you put out, like the the outline of it is really good. And you hit on a, a, a ton of great points within the video too. So I'm going to let you kind of run with this and, and give us the breakdown. And I'll jump in and, and, and put in my two cents here and there. All right. So you hear that ringing endorsement, people? Watch more of the videos we put out, will you? Yeah. I, I know Nick's part of the team, so he's blowing smoke up my ass. But <laughs> check him out. You never know. You might find something you like. So kind of building upon what I just set up, a.k.a. Palpatine is very Vold- Voldemort-ish. And clearly he, he knows the future. He's been planning for all this. We don't have to go into that. I mean, the guy knows everything. He, he knew exactly what was going on. I think the one thing he couldn't account for was Vader kind of changing things up but you know what he may even known that was coming and that's why he was doing this shit because in the end you can't trust a sith the apprentice always tries to overtake the master so i'm sure he was prepared anyway so going on as i said earlier palpatine had an obsession with the unknown regions that again is established in canon uh, I believe he even sent like a star destroyer a super star destroyer out there and it has never returned we know snoke through canon, at least a little bit we've been given on the guy, he came from the unknown regions. So, I'm putting it out there, again, building upon theories and, and kind of fleshing it out and adding to it. What if, while Snoke was playing around in the unknown regions, he came across, say, the Super Star Destroyer, uh, one of Palpatine's bunkers, or maybe Snoke himself, who I believe was explained to be uh, curious, inquisitive, maybe looking to find things in the Force, the, the dark side. What if he found the Death Star and dove down there and something happened? So what I'm, I'm speculating here is that Snoke, at some point in time, may have possibly had Palpatine's essence transferred to him, either willingly or in a possession. And, and this is why... Snoke was so strong in the dark side. This is why he knew to go after Ben Solo from a young age. This is why the First Order literally looks just like the Empire with slight tweaks, more soft, rounded edges to their look and feel. And it's also why he was so obsessed with snuffing out Skywalker in the Resistance before a new crop of Jedi could arise. Yeah, I mean, that... To me, the biggest part of that is the obsession with Skywalker. You know, like you said, Snoke was, you know, a figure out in the Unknown Regions, and we knew that he was kind of keeping his eye on activities, but he doesn't really have a reason to hate Luke Skywalker other than he's a Jedi, and, you know, he's a bastion of good in the galaxy. But Palpatine 
has a vengeance, a, a grudge. He needs to get back at, at Luke. He needed Fuck yeah, to. yeah, he does. Yeah, like, it was, it was an absolute obsession that he had w- getting revenge on Luke Skywalker for not only, you know, ch- turning his apprentice, Darth Vader, back to the light, but also being the reason that Vader killed Palpatine. So that makes yep. perfect sense that Snoke, this character that we would have no no reason to to care about Luke Skywalker one way or another. He's out of the picture anyway. He knew Luke was gone. But the Palpatine within him says, we can't just let him sit out there. We have to kill him at any means necessary or by any means necessary. He has to die. So, I mean, I think that's a really strong argument for saying that somehow Palpatine was able to get within Snoke, whether it be like you said, through this Super Star Destroyer that we've never seen before. I think that's a, a very plausible way for that to get there. Or even, you know, finding a bunker. Because we don't really know what Snoke's been up to since he's reinserted himself into the galaxy and brought the First Order to prominence. I mean, he's just right. not sitting in that fucking throne on his, uh, on his Super, just, Super Star Destroyer. I mean, <laughs> you hit on it. It's like, why would this guy have such a hard-on for Jedi, in particular Luke, and the Resistance? If he truly was out there in the unknown regions, which was not touched by any of the galactic conflict that we lived through from episode one until six, right? Yep. I mean, the unknown regions, had that's why they're called the unknown regions. It has nothing to do with the galaxies we've explored so far. So why, Nick's right, why would he have this deep-rooted hate for the Skywalkers, in particular, I mean, you could just say the Skywalker. He fucking hated Leia with the Resistance, hated Luke because he's Luke. And I think there's there's a point to be made there. There's something to think about. And I'm, I don't want to make it sound like, you know, this is like a horror movie possession. I mean, this, this could just be, as we know, four sensitive people could do. I mean, Palpatine's just working this guy over. I mean, he's essentially possessed his mind. You know, maybe, maybe he hasn't, like completely butted out his soul who knows either way i'm thinking through his transference this that and the other thing some hocus pocus palpatine was influencing snoke almost using him as a husk to get him to his next goal which is i'm going to set up here in the next point so this is where things could get a little little goofy but i still think they have a little bit of merit and we may see elements of it in the final film so like i said We've now established that Snoke, in some form or fashion, could very well be Palpatine through possession, uh, willingly let him take over, or he was just pumping thoughts into his mind. Who knows? Uh, kind of using him as a as a puppet, really, which yeah. kind of plays into this. So we, we know what Snoke was doing with, with Kylo. He was working a master plan. He was grooming Kylo to be this badass Darth Vader sans mechanical suit type of warrior. Uh, but if we know that that, if Palp was behind this and Palp's trying to get to a stronger body or, or, or use someone that's even stronger in the force than Snoke himself was, maybe the events of TLJ and, and, and Snoke getting taken out was by design. You know, maybe Palp Snoke wanted to be killed so he could transfer his essence to kylo in a very fragile busted down state or maybe kylo's helmet something like that so again what i'm speculating here and this is the most funky aspect of this theory 
Snoke Palp lets himself be taken down so his essence could then make another jump to Kylo, potentially through his helmet. You could be saying, what the fuck are you talking about? I've said it before just in this episode. Look it up. Lord Momin. Lord Momin was able to transfer his essence to his fucking helmet. Okay? Yeah. So, just, I'm not the one making this shit up. It is what it is. So, as I said, I mean, moving on, who knows if this is going to be, but I, I'm not opposed to the idea that Kylo is somehow being possessed, influenced by Palpin 9. Uh, I mean, if you, if you look at the shot we got from the panel, Nick, I mean, the guy looks wrecked. Nick and I brought it up on all of our Rise of Skywalker talks. He looks even worse than he has in the previous two movies. I mean, The Force Awakens... He looked all right. I mean, just he was an angry emo motherfucker. Second one, you know, he had his little beauty mark that Ray gave him. He was starting to look a little more stressed out, a little more irritable. But th- that one shot we got at the panel, Nick. I mean, the, the guy literally looks like he's a drunk. He looks worn out, and he looks like he's ready to crack. So, what if by killing Snoke, that allowed Palpatine to now take direct control of Kylo's mind and it's yeah. really working him over or he's just telling him like, hey Kylo I'm with you now buddy if you want to be like uh, Darth Vader this is what we need to do so I- I'm thinking that's possibly Kylo's MacGuffin or what's going to send him on this uh, journey that's going to cause Rey and the Resistance to be like, oh fuck yeah, we we, we, we kind of have an idea what this guy could be getting into, and 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 we need to stop it. And that's because Palp is driving Kylo, which in the end would kind of make sense because all Palpatine ever wanted was his own personal Skywalker badass. Yeah, that's exactly what he's gone for. Even at the end of, of Return of the Jedi, he was like, "Look, you can just join me. You know, your your, your father." has you know has come this far but if you joined then we would be unstoppable oh yeah like trying to tempt a skywalker into his service and the way that it works out like you know you mentioned the helmet i think another possibility is the throne like yeah the throne that 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 uh, uh snoke was cut in half on i mean it's a perfect resting area for for a a wayward essence and you know that Kylo used that throne after Snoke was, you know, dead and his body was moved from it. So that yeah, could more have been than likely a, for sure. Yeah, so that could have been a, a like a a um, a point of like I guess you, like a holding area for for Palp while he was waiting for Kylo. But then also I, I like how you mentioned the fatigue and the wear that we see on him in this image, and if you think about it in terms of. You know, what you mentioned in the beginning, like Horcruxes, like Voldemort. If you remember, if you've seen the Harry Potter movies, then you'll you'll get this reference. But if you remember in like episode, not episode, you know, the seventh movie, when the Horcrux is on like Harry or Ron or whoever, they become angry and they take oh, yeah. on the the um, the personality traits of Voldemort. So that would make, if, if it is something like that, then it would make sense that even if he is inhabiting, say, Kylo's helmet, like you said, then he doesn't need to be directly in Kylo. He could, he could have that kind of effect just from being on a or within a, a, an object that's close to right. him. Right. I'm, I'm glad you explained it that way because I did a horrible job when I was trying to basically say that with Snoke. It's the same idea. It's... Maybe he's not literally his soul is within Snoke, but he is 
influencing him through his spirit yeah. to the point where Snoke is really not making his own conscious decisions. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing that we saw with, with these Horcruxes. I mean, Ron didn't want to, you know, try to, to run away or, you know, do what he did in, in the movies, but he was led to do that. He was influenced by the spirit of Voldemort that was held within that Horcrux. And the same thing could be said with the spirit of a extremely powerful Sith Lord that is held within, you know, a, a tunic or a, a helmet or anything like that. So I think, again, like... All of this is lining up very well with what has been established through comic book canon and then also with, you know, just, you know, it's the best way to get us to where we need to be with Palpatine. Unless right, we're, we're so, trying yeah. to avoid the fucking clone shit. I mean, yeah, if eventually Palpatine's endgame was to get his essence into like a mega super clone force body, great. Yeah. That, that, that's fine. I, I just don't want to be like, oh, here he comes. He's walking out of a fucking test tube. Yeah. That's that been would, frozen for 50 years. Yeah. That would be, I mean, no. you know. Yeah. But, but th- I mean, some of this stuff, as as I've been saying, Nick's been saying, I mean, it, it's out there. It, it does exist. It would make sense in the canon. And I even kind of gave myself an out, a caveat here in the, the point I've been bringing how Palpatine's essence may get to Kylo. You know, if we don't even want to go with, you know, where he kills Snoke and then that's how it transfers. What if Palpatine, when when Vader was tossing him over the edge, transferred his fucking essence into his helmet? It's very, very good. I mean, who's who's had the possession of Vader's helmet for who knows how long? Yeah, I mean, until Kylo got it, we have no idea where that helmet was. Last right, I mean, time it, we it, saw it could have it been was... possessed, and, and that's why Kylo from day one has been so fucked up and... and torn between the light and dark i mean maybe that's why he's the asshole we're always saying like why did no one tell him that darth vader was shitty and that anakin skywalker killed him and redeemed him yeah yeah maybe it's just because kylo's fucking collectible has been infected with one of the greatest dark lords of the sith of all time yeah yeah it would be nearly impossible for anyone to be their true light self having that thing in your possession yeah and i mean it just if that's the case then it would go it would be a pretty interesting testament to kylo himself to say that even though that thing has been around him for so long he still feels that light pull because you would imagine like being exposed to something like that for as long as he has and literally reaching out to it through the force if he still has light within it within him after doing that i mean he's he's got to have some serious serious force powers force midichlorians within him like uh i think that's that's definitely a possibility because it is the one consistent thing that's always been there like even when he destroyed his helmet in tlj that the vader helmet was still there the vader husk you know the, the yeah melted and we've heard it's it's gonna possibly make a return he may even be in a meditation chamber like granddaddy used to use yeah uh so yeah you know you, you never know but I, i'm I am kind of liking the Voldemort essence passing thing and how it could affect people that are around these. But as I said, th- this could be that second MacGuffin we've heard about. We've heard that there's going to be a MacGuffin that takes the heroes and the bad guys somewhere. But then at somewhere, they find the real MacGuffin, which sends them on, on the real adventure. So as I kind of wrap this theory up here, you know, th- this would set up Episode Nine and Kylo's redemption through Rey. You know, if mm-hmm. Kylo is being influenced by Palpatine and Palpatine's trying to get Kylo to do something that's going to allow Palpatine to return in full, 
even stronger than before. Clearly, that is the greatest threat to the galaxy. Just yeah. like to the bad guys, the greatest threat is having the legend of Luke rise up again, Ray, and a new crop of light side users. Or as we speculated last week, they may just be called Skywalkers. Yeah. Uh, so, so this could be the reason that Ray and them and all of them are hunting down Kylo. They're going to stop him. He's going to realize what's been going on, and maybe that's where his re- redemption will come through, and, and possibly that might allow him to live through his redemption, which I've kind of said all along. I think he's he's toast. But considering that Kathleen kind of said that, you know what, these characters probably aren't done yet, I'm not so sure they'd want to whack Kylo. It, it, honestly, it'd be awesome if he does go through a full-on redemption arc and then a few years from now, we get some more movies where he's a good guy and yeah. working with the good guys against a a brand new threat that we've never even heard of. Fuck, not even Sith anymore. Dark side. I mean, we let's bring on aliens, the Yuzon, something Yuzon like that. Yuzon Vong, go full Dark Nest trilogy in this bitch. That's what I want to see. Right. But um, I mean, through all this talking that you said specifically about this MacGuffin, I'm going to drop a little, a little piece in here for you guys. Something to look out for that I think I'm going to write up. I think, this is my theory, I think that the first MacGuffin we're going to encounter is going to be a holocron from Palpatine. Ah. A Palpatine, because like, what else could be, what else could be a, a MacGuffin that leads to something else? A holocron would be the perfect thing to draw both the Jedi, well, the light side and the dark side to this location. The Resistance want to get it to keep it away from Kylo and the the first order the first order wanted and specifically kylo because he wants the information in there he knows that this is a a holocron from darth sidious this is going to have and then that information may lead him to bringing sidious back in full or something yeah exactly so i think i'm gonna write up a piece on it there Um, you go Look at this. This is back-to-back weeks where we've done our, our special topic cast that nick has had a light bulb pop so yeah so Keep keep an eye out for that. I, I I'm not gonna commit to a, a certain date, but I'm gonna try to get it out to you guys before the end of this week. I think that there is some merit there because the holocron is one of the most spoken about items in in, in in expanded universe, even canon that we've never seen in a movie before. But it it's such a powerful piece. Oh, they're of, used heavily in Star Wars Rebels. I mean, at one point you almost thought Ezra was gonna get drawn to the dark side because he was in possession of a Sith holocron. So. Yeah. So I mean, like that would be. A yeah, it could be. I mean, thing. you got to think the first MacGuffin, Nick, is probably something where if the good guys and bad guys want it. It's probably a, a power source or a tool that they believe could help their side win the war once and for all. Exactly. So I so think, I think, you, I think you're, uh, you're on to something. And then and they get there and then they realize like, oh, fuck. Yeah. This ain't shit compared to what this just showed us could mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's a good way to kind of wrap this up. I mean, it's a nice quick one for you. And Nick had a, a fun day at work, so he needs to go <laughs> have a, take a few shots to the face and just pass out and reboot life. Um, but it was, it was good stuff. I love this type of, of speculation. This is the stuff I live for, as I said, a thousand times over. Um, I just wish we had more time to do speculations every day. I mean, if I didn't have real life bullshit to attend to, and I know if Nick didn't, we'd probably be cranking out multiple videos like this every single day. Because in the end, there's always time for Star Wars time, and there's always time to speculate. 
what's going down. Can't wait. We're not going to find out. We've got what, well over seven months. So you, you should expect a lot more of this stuff. But as we said last week, we are working on a plan to start bringing in some guests for interviews. I mean, from the community, it could just be Star Wars fans. Probably going to start with some of the Star Wars artists we've been featuring. And we're just going to chat. We're going to talk about why you're into Star Wars and why you do what you do, be it art, photography, video games, this, that, and the other things. So that, that'll start rolling out here over the next few months. Uh, I've got a vacation coming up, so I don't want to get quite into that process yet. So stay tuned, because that means more special topics and probably speculations on Episode 9 will be coming your way most Wednesdays of the week. All right, my friends. Don't forget to check out the Friday show, which dropped on Tuesday. So when you're listening to this, if you listen to it live, that was just yesterday. So it's out there, hot and fresh, ready for you. We got our fandom segment, and then we get into, guess what? Some Episode nine speculation pieces. Force Flash fights. Anakin Skywalker and how he may be the rise in Rise of Skywalker. It's all out there for you. Your ears want it. They need it. They crave it. Until next time, may the Force be with you, always. (laughs) 